what a week. Not just in wrestling, of course, which we'll get to, but football, man. Season numero uno, episode numero dos of my wherever, whatever podcast. We'll get to wrestling in a bit, but wow. What a game that got over almost 90 minutes ago with the Raiders and Chargers. Wow. Absolutely amazing game. I need to preface that right away. With all the craziness that has gone down in this final week of a regular season, our playoff matchups are now set. The Tennessee Titans have the number one seed and have a bye week. Meanwhile, Kansas City takes on Pittsburgh. Two versus seven. In the three versus six, Buffalo takes on New England. And in the four versus five, Cincinnati against Vegas. In a in a situation where pretty much the whole World was expecting a tie so that both the Raiders and Chargers would be in. The Raiders instead went for the kill and got it. Flawless victory after some trolling. <laughs> because we all thought that they would just go for the tie. But no, they didn't want that. In the NFC... My beloved Green Bay Packers are the number one seed in the NFC despite the loss this week against Detroit. Whoop-de-doo, big deal. Number one seed. So the two versus seven will be Tampa Bay and Philly. Brady, of course, will be up to his usual magic, defying father time. Pretty interesting matchup with Dak against Jimmy G in the three versus six matchup as it's Dallas against San Francisco. A renewal of a tremendous playoff football rivalry. And in the four versus five, the LA Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. I think right now that might be. Kyler Murray against Matthew Stafford in that four versus five matchup. Pretty much the two versus seven matchup in the AFC with Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Pretty much is like a passing of a torch game. Both of these guys have won Super Bowls, but Mahomes is still the young up and comer, and Big Ben may be on his way out. Kind of similar to Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in the movie 7. I don't know. Folks at home, decide for yourself. So. Looking down this article on ESPN.com to see what the best odds are. 9% PFI... 
FPI chance for Tennessee to win. 14% chance for KC. 13% for third seed Buffalo. 3% chance for the four seed Cincinnati Bengals. Only a 1% chance for the fifth seed Raiders to make it all the way there. New England, 5%. Pittsburgh, 1%. As far as the NFC, Green Bay, number one seed in the conference. 21% chance of making it to the big game. Number two, Tampa Bay, 16%. Number three, Dallas, 8%. LA Rams at the number four seed are at a 5% chance to make it to Make it home to SoFi to play in the Super Bowl like Tampa did last year. Number five, Arizona, 3% chance. Number six, San Francisco, 2% chance. And seventh seed, Eagles, with a 1% chance. Pretty much, you never really can tell what was going to happen throughout this week and that's pretty much going to be the outlying theme of the playoffs pretty much like it always is in the in the playoffs every year but man week 18 we didn't really know what to expect I think the second time ever that the NFL had a week 18 game. I was only a. I was not even a year old last time the NFL had a week 18. So, anyway, a whole bunch of craziness to sort through. For a lot of us football fans. So now with that and other news, I'm looking through real quickly as I get into the wrestling news now. Before I do that, I want to extend my heartfelt condolences to the friends and family of Bob Saget. You you may remember him from Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. Pretty much the original host of that show. Tragically passed away today. On to the squared circle. On to the Royal Rumble. Here I was on last week's episode. My premiere episode of my podcast, Thinking. That Lesnar versus Lashley would headline WrestleMania. But of course, here I am dead wrong. That match will instead be at the Rumble. I think that will be interesting. So that people will get their dream match, but a lot sooner than it they expected.
three different opponents in consideration for Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title at that event. Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan. I think Liv had two different chances and failed both times. Dewdrop could be a bit of a surprise if they if they want to be patient with Belair and maybe Belair would be kind of the consensus consensus choice for Becky Lynch if they decide to go that route. Men's Rumble already in so far. Austin Fury, both the Mysterios, both of the Street Profits, Sheamus, Johnny Knoxville, as expected. In two weeks, I'm going to lay down my predictions as far as what will happen in both of those Royal Rumble matches. Already a stacked lineup for the women's. Rumble with a surprise entrant that is going to come entirely out of left field. First onto the known entrants, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Nikki A.S.H., Queens, Lena, Rhea Ripley, Tamina from Raw, Aaliyah, Charlotte, Naomi, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart from SmackDown. Hall of Famers, Brie Bella, Lita, and Nikki Bella. So pretty much both of the Bella twins and Lita. Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Summer Rae will be in the Women's Rumble this year. And this last one's surprised me because she's off in another company doing great stuff this is the impact knockouts champion i mean let that sink in impact wrestling a competitor that wwe has scoffed and ridiculed at times. And this past Friday, WWE announces that Impact Wrestling's very own women's champion and a surefire WWE Hall of Famer one day, Mickey James, will also compete in the Women's Rumble this year. That, to me, is the biggest bombshell out of all the major names that have already thrown their names into the hats for the Women's Rumble. Like, wow. Jaw on the ground. Just an absolutely startling bombshell
I was mainly going to do uh, the wrestling news first, but then, but then, this fo- all this football stuff intrigued me, so that's why I decided to do it first. Speaking of total deceptive news, when you expect someone to go one way and they go another, it surprises you. Over the week, AJ Styles re-signed with WWE. According to WrestleMania, Dave Meltzer is quoted as saying, No, AJ's not going anywhere. He just signed, I don't know if it's a three or five year deal. It wasn't that long ago when he signed it, he's not going anywhere. A bit of a sentimental gift for me. And if we're being honest, the world hasn't been okay. Since John Cena stopped wrestling, that was the gift that was out there, and I felt it only right to share it and say, dang right, it hasn't. True story. True story as All Out ended in early September. After the bombshells, after the pair of bombshells with Adam Cole and Brian Danielson joining AEW, the show was top to bottom a banger already, but with the consistent quality, with all the big names they're luring in, I thought right then and there after All Out had ended, that the way things are going, not really, but I can't imagine, right? The way things are going, I imagined that one day, John Cena would be, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, N-A-E-W wrestler. Yeah, you heard me right. I entertained the idea way back then. And a Facebook friend of mine who's also a big, possibly the biggest wrestling fan other than me that I'm friends with on Facebook. is pretty much speaking my language when it comes to Cena and how much he's missed. So there you go. In other deceptive news, Sony has moved Morbius, which may or may not now be said in the MCU. I won't get into specific details. Especially not here on this podcast. But that movie, Morbius, is now moved to April 1st. It was supposed to come out on January 28th. 
And maybe Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, may make a comeback in, in that movie. And of course, can't forget about this. Pixar's new movie, Turning Red, which I'm kind of curious about, but don't have huge expectations for. That movie will now be coming out exclusively on Disney+, Plus, but it will still come out in March. They're still keeping the release date as it is, but they're now making the switch to all streaming. Much like they did with their last two movies, both of which I thought were only okay. Soul, which came out Christmas Day 2020 on Hulu. Whoa, whoa, okay. Disney Plus, actually. Yeah, that was... That's what I meant to say. Uh, Soul came out Christmas Day 2020 on Disney Plus. I thought that was only okay. Same for Luca, which came out last June. And now Pixar is turning red, and March will take the same route as far as going straight to streaming. Which is very much surprising to me. You may or may not have caught the news on Facebook. By the way, you can check out new episodes of my podcast whenever they air, not just on Anchor.fm, but also on Spotify. You may also, may or may not be aware that next week I'm mainly going to be talking about what you folks can expect to see at my theater, the Born to be Wild movie theater, this coming summer. Summer season starts on Memorial Day, and I'll get in-depth and talk about what will we be showing through the summer. So be on the lookout for all of that. So now, I think, we may be in the proper mindset to go through my roundup wrap-up. Considering there's no other major news that I gotta get into. Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, giving an update on Hulk Hogan's medical condition. And apparently, Hogan's in medical trouble. According to Jimmy Hart, quote, He's having some really bad health issues, but he keeps up with me. We support each other, good and bad. When I was in the hospital, he flew up that day like everybody else that came up to see me. Hulk was gracious. Jimmy Hart was great. This is... This is Nature Boy Ric Flair talking about Hulk and Hart. Hulk was gracious. Jimmy Hart was great. I don't remember seeing them because I was in a coma, but they made the effort to go. Those are the kind of things that mean a lot, unquote. 
Hart now taking therapy every, Hart saying that Hogan is taking therapy every week and is doing a lot better. Thank heaven. Hart saying, quote, Well, he's doing a lot better. Still, after 12 back surgeries, hips and knees, he's doing so much better. He's been taking this therapy every week, and it's been really improving him more and more so he can get up and get about pretty good now, unquote. So, glad to see that the Hulkster is doing great. Maybe some spoilerific images on Twitter have surfaced regarding Spider-Man. You'll know it once you have seen the movie. This is interesting, and I do follow this guy on YouTube, Zach Hample, the famous ball hawk at baseball games. Aaron Judge refused to sign the ball for him. Of course, Zach Campbell's the famous ball hawk that has caught over 11,000 baseballs dating back to, I believe, 92-93. More Major League Baseballs in the stands than anyone including Mike Trout's first career home run, A-Rod's 3,000 hit. Here, Aaron Judge is totally dissing Zach as far as a signature. In a video making rounds on Twitter from EssentiallySports.com, in a video making rounds on Twitter, it can be seen that Hampel repeatedly asks Aaron Judge to sign a ball that he's holding, asking him for, quote, one more, unquote. Judge, while patiently wading through the plethora of signs that he's giving out in the stands, seems to willfully look away, and with repeated cuts, this ignoring doesn't seem to be a single occurrence. Zach posted the video on Twitter saying Aaron Judge hates me, and while we're unsure of what the emotion is there, it certainly doesn't seem to be too happy. Of course, Zach is a major New York fan, but does a number of things to ingratiate himself with all the other teams in the major leagues, dressing in different uniforms, asking for baseballs in different languages. Go ahead and check out his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Zach Hample, and you'll know what I mean. So now, what else do we got with about still a half hour? We've still got plenty of time to work with.
if I can find what else interests me because this is what I do on my podcast. Engadget.com is reporting that a breakthrough could help you 3D print OLED screens at home. You might not have to send your devices in or buy replacement parts if the display breaks. You could just make new screens yourself. University of Minnesota Twin Cities researchers have developed what they say is the first fully 3D printed flexible OLED display. In theory, you wouldn't have to depend on panels made at large distant factories to build or repair your gadgets. The new approach combines two methods of 3D printing to print the six layers needed for a functional display. The team used extrusion printing to make the electrodes, encapsulation, insulation, and interconnects, while active layers were spray-painted at room temperature. Past attempts by various teams either had issues with light uniformity, consistency across the whole panel, or relied on techniques beyond 3D printing to put some components in place, such as spin coating or thermal evaporation. Very unique DIY if you are running low on dollars for for TV repairs. Ringsidenews.com reporting that while people want Bailey to return at the Royal Rumble, she's clowning on the fans that are expecting it. Tweeting. Want, want, want. That's all you guys ever say. What about what I want? Basically, basically making fun of the fans that want her to come back at the Rumble. Bailey being Bailey. Ooh, Bill Murray playing a bad guy in Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. We'll see. We mentioned the NFL playoffs. I would have a feeling that's going to get really interesting. And inter- SportsKita.com with an article catching us up on what Todd Grisham has been up to ever since working with WWE and working with ESPN. 
hasn't called a UFC fight since July 2017. And apparently he's going to be a new in a new boxing game. ESBC Most anticipated game of 2021 by sports gamers online Esports Boxing Club That's it That's what it's to it for I was trumped for a second I was totally I was totally Fool for a second. Seeing what else they've got. Apparently that was it. With my. Wrap up. Of all the other trending news on Facebook. That I thought interested me. Right now, it's up to all of us as football fans and, of course, wrestling fans to take the unknown with the known. Pretty much just formulate our own theories as far as what will happen. And then, as this past week have, has shown us, patiently watch and wait as our theories Get flung right out the window. You never really can tell what can happen. And that's mainly what I cover. These playoffs are all set up. And of course, this week, I'm going to be rooting for Raiders against the Bengals. Even with Cincinnati being the higher seed between those two. No idea how all of this will play out on the field next week with each of these teams. But of course, that's the beauty of the playoffs. Big Ben has his final ride, possibly. 
a whole bunch of unknowns that we're still dealing with. And of course, next week we'll see how Ryan Tannehill and more specifically Aaron Rodgers do. A super wildcard weekend is what it's being billed as. So, as far as I know, there are two games this coming Saturday, three next Sunday, and one Monday night playoff game. Monday the 17th on ESPN, ABC, and maybe also ESPN Plus. Pretty much what I have to say is fasten your dang seatbelts. It is going to be quite a ride through these playoffs. While we're on the subject of football, how about the Raiders? A whole lot of people were expecting a whole lot of people were expecting the Raiders during that final drive in overtime. To just simply run out the clock and settle for a tie, meaning that both the Raiders and Chargers would be in the playoffs. But instead, they called timeout with two seconds left and set up a game winner. The Raiders had us totally fooled with that finish, waiting as long as they could. Before getting the win. And pretty much. With this victory. Knocking all the wind out of the Chargers sails. And also. Ripping their hearts out. With that kick. I have two real great family members that were at that game, and I'm sure I'm pretty much going to hear from them about about their time at that game. From now on, it's pretty much must win because that's what the playoffs are all about. All must win situations.
a whole lot of surprises. Both on the field and in the ring. So that's pretty much my objective here is to recap all of that and also put in my input. <laughs> Dirt Sheet Radio posted on Facebook this tweet from Impact. In the last 12 months, Impact has worked with AEW, NWA, New Japan, AAA, WWE, and tomorrow in Hard to Kill, the Ring of Honor World Title will be defended in an Impact ring. And pretty much. And pretty much. Some guys supping in as Thanos wielding his gauntlet. Instead of the stones, we get logos of different of different organizations. Perfectly weird as all memes should be. Man, this past week has thrown us for a loop. In more ways than one. That music you're listening to is courtesy of Spotify. Because, of course, my podcast is also on Spotify. Go ahead and check out this awesome music on Spotify as well. summer season preview will be on my next episode next week and in two weeks my royal rumble predictions not just as far as who will win and all the other undercard matches but also outlining what i think will happen in both rumble matches And then we'll see what we end up wanting to talk about when February rolls rolls along. Of course, February is going to be probably the funnest month of the move. Um, the f- okay, February is probably going to be the most fun month of the year for me. Pretty much like it always is. But... This year, even more so. Super Bowl and the Winter Olympics. Happening at the same time. Never happened before. NBA All-Star Game, of course. Meaning that the Oscars are now in late March. So we get a little bit of a longer wait. The Oscars used to be in late March. Way back when, anyway.
So whatever happens here, I'll be sure to put in my input about them whenever. Pretty much, that's the main gist of my podcast, and I don't expect it to change anytime soon. Pretty much a bit shorter of a... Pretty much a bit shorter of a... Episode of this podcast than normally I'm used to posting, but... I'm pretty much rolling with whatever time that I can before I eventually need to pass out and hit the sack. For those of you who have not caught up to my other episode of my podcast, be sure and do that right now. So with that in mind, I will see you all again sometime Sunday the 16th, next Sunday night, January 16th. Of course, no idea what time, but I'll be sure to post new episodes whenever I can. Whatever time of day that opens up to me on those days. Pretty much my next three episodes after this will be next week, this coming Sunday the 16th, my summer season preview for the Born to be Wild movie theater. Two weeks on the 23rd, my Royal Rumble match predictions. And January 30th, which will be overall episode number five of this podcast. And that will be talking about the fallout from the rumble what i personally thought of it and what i think will happen now that wwe will have started their engines and gone out of the starting gate on the road to wrestlemania plus other sports news and entertainment news that interests me and and I feel will interest you as well. So with that in mind, I am in the mood to simply pass out after the long but also fun day of football that I've spent watching. Thank you all for coming along on the ride with me. See you again on the 16th. Take care and always remember, you are who you choose to be.